The Cardinals get it started with a bang in the second half. The question is, can the momentum keep rolling? This is Locked On Cardinals. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the countdown to the trade deadline. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Moose Michaels. Spending some time with you on this Monday morning. The Cardinals getting the second half started. Well, the way we wish the entire season has been going so far. We're going to see if they can keep it up. Oh, man, it's been fun, 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 fun over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Now, listen, I know I've not been around very much. A couple of very good reasons for that. I've spoke to you uh, before about some of the issues uh, we had a loss in the family. Me and the wife have bought a new house and uh, trying to get the internet set up and uh, steady on that. Getting a studio built. But hey, we are back to our normal weekly um, routine. I believe that's probably the best way to put it. So the Cardinals and uh, the uh, Diamondbacks heading off uh, for a three-game series that uh, got wrapped up. Uh, well, yesterday, as you are listening to this, the Pirates coming to Bush Stadium starting tonight at 7.15. But hey, we're, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. First, let's get right to it with the three big things. Number one. All right, so the Cardinals got things started off a little slow, dropping that first game to uh, the Diamondbacks. But taking game two on Saturday and then taking game three Yesterday, in a big way, Goldschmidt finally getting in his first hit against his former team, including a giant two-run bomb. Hit at a time. Deep left. It is fair and gone. He's done it against his former team. Launched it into the second deck. Home run number 17, Goldschmidt. Yeah, so that was uh, pretty good stuff from him. Hopefully more of that to come. Number two. Adam Wainwright totally dominant. His uh, ERA, I believe he's the only starter with an ERA under four now. So we're going to see if he can keep that up as well. Uh, some some tough love. Uh, we're going to have to talk about a little bit in Wayno as we uh, kind of recap the first half. Number three. And finally, the Pirates coming to town after uh, playing against the Cubs. And uh, the Cubs currently sitting three games ahead of the Cardinals in the division. Another chance for the Cardinals to, well, trying to step on the toes of a, of a lesser opponent. And I mean that with all due respect as uh, we head into the second half. Uh, the Cardinals really have to learn to take advantage of the situations that they've been in. For instance, when you're playing the Padres, when you're playing the Pirates, when you're playing the Reds, This is the time that you've got to be sure to get up there and make those wins count. Because the first half, let's face it, absolutely stunk. There's no other way around it. It was was really bad. And not only was it really bad, the fans know it's really bad. The, the, The bar that the Cardinals themselves have set for their standard of excellence not only hasn't been met, it's way down. They're way, way down. 
So some retooling, some resetting needs to happen as they, uh, they get into the second half. I mean, we, we really have to take a hard look at some of these players that we know and love. Uh, Goldschmidt a little bit excluded, and not because he hit that big home run in yesterday's game, but because he still has a long time left to be a Cardinal. And we're gonna get. I'm still gonna give him a little bit of a pass, as you know, this is his first season at Bush Stadium, and the amount of pressure I'm sure that he's putting on himself is just absolutely insane, because he's used to being that guy. He's used to being the guy that puts the team on his shoulders and then tanks them into the you know to where they need to be, and it's been kind of a rough year for him. I still think this contract and that trade is going to end up being pretty good for the Cardinals. Now for the tough love part. Matt Carpenter, we've got him for another couple of years or so. But it's time to start entertaining the fact that he doesn't need to be hitting leadoff at all. He was back hitting leadoff this last time. He went over 4, did get an RBI on a sacrifice, but you can't have your table setter going over 4. And I know Schilt's probably going to say that Carp can turn it around and that he trusts his guys. You know who else said that? Matheny said that. And some of these things that's going on in the Cardinals organization makes you think that maybe it wasn't so much Matheny as it was the front office. We're going to get to that in just a moment as well. However, Carpenter doesn't need to be leading off. Carpenter is becoming more and more an American League player. That's what he needs to be. They, I, I hate to say it, but because hindsight being 2020, should the Cardinals have traded him? Probably. And I know he's beloved. I get it. I love Matt Carpenter. Adam Wainwright, aging veteran, 37 years old. Is this where he's going to call it a career at the end of this season? I don't know. He, he tends to be getting a little bit better as the season goes on. He's horrible on the road. He's great at home. We'll have to wait and see. But you can't be counting on Wainwright to have all these great starts. That's why you got to have Flaherty and Michaelis, who have been two of the biggest disappointments of the entire season. The entire starting rotation is just falling apart. Yeah, you're going to get a couple of good starts out of Wainwright. Flaherty had a good start against the Giants, even though he took the loss. So, what else can you say that we haven't already said about it? You've got to get an upgrade. You've got to find a way to get that upgrade in a hurry because it's, it's bad. It's really, really bad. And here's the other thing. Michael Watka, he's got to go. I don't know Watka personally. I don't mean it personally. I'm sure he's a great guy. Watka can no longer have a place in that starting rotation. He just can't. Because he obviously does not have it. Period. You know, I've been hearing some chatter that the Cardinals are taking a close look at Will Smith from the Giants as well. And that's one area that I think that the, the Cardinals are probably pretty set in. The bullpen hasn't been bad. John Gant's been good. Carlos Martinez is finding his stride there. And yes, uh, even though I was completely against him being in the starting rotation to start the year... Is that, is that the spot that makes the most sense for him right now, considering the the woes the Cardinals have been having? Yeah, but he's probably not going to be able to get stretched out in time, so I don't know why you're going out trying to trade for Will Smith. I, I just don't get that. Is he a great player? Would he have been good on the Cardinals? Yeah. Can you use him? Sure. You need a starting pitcher. Okay. Johnny Moe, repeat after me. 
you need a starting pitcher. You don't need any more relievers. That's all you ever trade for is relievers. And the fan base is getting kind of sick of it. You may not think so. You may think that maybe it's not that bad. Newsflash, it's that bad. It truly, truly is that bad. Again, don't know what else you can say about the bullpen. It's actually been pretty good. The offense has been staggeringly bad, mind-numbing bad. The Cardinals' leadoff hitters, I believe, are on pace to hit less than 200 on the season. And yet, Schilt keeps putting Carpenter in that lineup at the top. You know, I believe he started Saturday's game hitting in fifth, which probably is still a little too high. But, I mean, what were you expecting? Okay, well, we put Carpenter in fifth for a day. He got a, he did okay. It's time to move him back to the top. No. Uh, Gyro Munoz should be at the top of the lineup. Give Colton Wong a shot at the top of the lineup. Any of these other guys that might be able to get their bats going because it's pretty clear the Carpenter won't get his bat going. Uh, You know, with Ozuna being hurt right now, and we don't know when he's coming back. He was probably the Cardinals' number one trade chip, and that's actually what we're going to talk a little bit more about in our second segment is uh, what are the Cardinals going to do with the trade deadline? It's nice to see Andrew uh, uh, Kisner back because Yanni, you know, it's so funny. You know, the, the Cardinals come out and they say, okay, this player, yeah, he's going to be on maybe a week, maybe two. That's code for two months. I'm just saying. <laughs> so Yanni's out for an indefinite amount of time too. So even though the Cardinals won this first series against the Diamondbacks, and I'm glad they did, you know, get the second half started with a couple of wins under your belt, maybe get some momentum. Maybe this is where they turn it around. I'm not going to hold my breath though. There's a lot of injuries and there's still a lot to be determined here. And we're going to uh, kind of touch on that in our second segment. Uh, this is Locked on Cardinals, by the way. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. And we would love if you'd rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. You can also listen to us on your smart device and in your car. It's it's really the best way to go about listening because we got your team covered. I'm telling you. All right, it's Moose. It's Locked On Cardinals. We're going to be right back. Hey, welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, your smart device. You can listen to us in the car. Not in Tennessee. Well, you can in Tennessee. You just got to get it started before you actually get on the roadway because of new laws. Can't use those devices now, which is good. It's good. All right, so the trade deadline fast approaching. Are the Cardinals sellers? Are the Cardinals buyers? That's kind of the question on the lips of everybody because the Cardinals currently sit very squarely in the middle. What are you going to do? Johnny Moe, the ball's in your court. I believe I heard a soundbite of him last week saying that uh, he doesn't know what he would trade for to fix anything right now. He doesn't know what's out there. That's probably not the best answer. You know, you should probably take a look. You should probably say, hey, okay, really what we need to do is find a creative way to jumpstart this lineup. And if you can't do that, 
maybe you need to sell. Casey Stern on MLB uh, Network Radio on Sirius XM was talking about that, that he sees the Cardinals as sellers. They should be sellers. And if they're not selling, they are doing a disservice to the team and the fans. He went on a big rant about it, and I got to say, I, I don't know that I disagree with him. You know, I know the Cardinals don't rebuild. I know the Cardinals don't really do a reset. But what you've been doing these last few years isn't working. In fact, you take a look, a lot of what the team's, uh, the front office has done for the team hasn't worked out. You know, the the, the ball is still up in the air on on Goldschmidt because he just got here. You know, Zuno is starting to have the kind of year we always wanted him to have before he got hurt. Who knows what he's going to be like when he gets back from uh, his, uh, was it, fractured fingers? That kind of injury? You know, Brett Cecil, flop. Dexter Fowler, he's been a flop. You know, he had one of the worst, one of the worst seasons of any player ever last year. And we're plotting him because he's hitting like 240-something, 250-something, whatever the case might be. And I'm, and I'm not, I'm not dogging on Dexter Fowler. I'm glad Dex is in the lineup, and I'm glad he's producing. But is he producing at a level that is worth the contract that was given him? That is the question. You know, the Greg Holland thing, no good. Uh, the big deal to Carlos Martinez. So far, that's not looking too good either because you got Carlos just kind of hanging out in the back of the bullpen. I do believe that's where he ultimately belongs, but he's getting paid the kind of money by the Cardinals that say, yeah, you really should be in the rotation. We need you to be good enough to be in the rotation, and I want him to be good enough in the rotation. I just don't think he has it in him to uh, do that. You know, you look at Yadier Molina. And I know we're not supposed I know we're not supposed to talk bad about Yachty. He's having one of the worst defensive seasons he's ever had. He's not getting any younger. His pitch framing, uh, the metric for that, it's down. He's he's in a decline. It's not a fast decline as far as I can see, but he he's in the twilight of his career. We keep putting him out there every day. It's time to stand up to Yachty and say you're going to take a break. You are sitting today. And he might rant and rave. You might put something on Instagram. Who cares? It's not his call to say when he's going to play. At all. Period. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt has to really get it going. And maybe he will after, uh, you know, the big home run and uh, his uh, big offensive day uh, yesterday against the Diamondbacks. Carpenter, the same thing. If Carpenter's going to hit leadoff, he's got to hit it like a leadoff guy. Tom, uh, Colton Wong, same thing. All these things that the front office has done just doesn't look like that it's worked out so well. So if the Cardinals are going to be sellers, what's their number one chip? Well, it would probably have to be Marcelo Zuna. Except Marcelo Zuna has his busted finger, so nobody knows what he's going to be like when he gets back. And that's kind of what a lot of the teams are waiting on. They want to see, number one, are the Cardinals going to move Ozuna? He's going to be the best two-month rental out there. And then number two, they want to see if Ozuna is going to be healthy. That's going to be the big key. Also, if the Cardinals decide to move Ozuna, or just say prospects, I don't know that they're, I, I think the message they'll send with that is that they're not going to be in it for this year. And honestly, I don't know that they should be. I think they need to get a better core of players 
to put around Goldschmidt. I think Andrew Kinzer, or excuse me, uh, Kisner, needs to be getting more playing time, even when Yachty is back. It's time to get ready to pass the torch. And the rotation has to be blown up. I mean, period. It, it's got to be blown up. Uh, Jack Flaherty you can probably keep because he's got a lot of upside. Uh, Dakota Hudson uh, can get another look in spring training. But even that's not guaranteed. Everybody else probably, I mean, you're not going to get rid of Michaelis. It's not going to happen. He's going to be in the rotation. He may be better next year. Maybe this is just like his uh, sophomore slump or whatever. But the rotation has to be rebuilt. It has to be fortified because even if you manage to get up on the Cubs and even if you manage to get up on the Brewers and you slip into the postseason, what is it that wins in October? It's not bats, which is good since the Cardinals don't have that either. It's pitching. And I don't know that the Cardinals have enough pitching to go deep in October. It's kind of a hard pill to swallow as a Cardinals fan. It really is because we're so used to winning. We're so used to doing well. And it just seems like that that's, that's it's going to be four years without a postseason berth if things continue the way they are. That hasn't happened in a very long time. A very long, the 90s. Joe Torrey. You know, a lot of it goes back to the front office. A lot of it goes back to the manager. I don't know that John uh, Mazalak is going to take a hit on this. He probably should. He probably should be held to account for some of the bad deals. You know, but he's got a chance to correct that now. And I, I'm saying that if the Cardinals continue down this track, if you see that Michael Wanka is still going to be out there every fifth day, I'm, I'm sure he'll get at least one or two more starts. But, I mean, if, I mean, if it continues, continues. The, the Cardinals are showing that they're not really in it for 2019. Even though that was their stated goal to begin with. So what should they do? They need to sell. And even though it's, it, it's kind of crazy to think about, you've got you've to kind of blow up this roster. And I don't mean like a long-term rebuild. But, I mean, Ozuna, if Ozuna's healthy, Ozuna should probably go. Uh, if someone's willing to take Carpenter, they probably won't. But if someone's willing to take Carpenter in the American League, probably should go. Same thing with Jose Martinez. Um, Colton Wong, Harrison Bader, uh, a couple of defense first uh, position players could probably stick around for now. Obviously, you're going to keep Goldie. You're going to keep Paul DeYoung. You're not going to trade Yachty. You're not going to trade Wayno. Tyler O'Neill needs to get more reps out there in left field. You're not going to get rid of Dex. But it will allow you to bring in uh, or get Tyler O'Neill that more playing time that he's been getting with Ozuna out. It's also going to allow you to bring in Tom, uh, Tommy Elman, or Edmund, or his last name's totally slipped my mind. Get him some more reps as well. You know, and you might trade for some major league ready talent. It depends on the kind of deal uh, that Mo can make. But Ozuna is going to be your biggest chip. He's going to be where you're able to reload the best. And he's probably going to be the Best two-month rental out there. Because we know he's going to sign, re-sign with the Cardinals. He might be open to it, considering how the postseason has gone the last little bit, but I kind of doubt it. And I don't know if the Cardinals want to pay him because they're paying Goldschmidt. 
So we'll have to wait and see. Pirates uh, coming to town 7-15 tonight. We'll see uh, if the Cardinals can continue their winning ways against the Buckos. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And uh, I want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to us. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, I should say. Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.